Hey, I'm Mary Grothy, CEO of SalesBQ. Welcome to the Quota Crusher podcast. Today's topic, hmm, allow me to look. Nurture your account relationships or your competitor will. Let's talk about this. Account management, client retention, soliciting referrals. This is an untapped market for most companies that we get to work with and honestly with most reps that we coach. They completely forget about upselling their existing clients, cross-selling other products and services, really leveraging and strengthening their referral partnerships and getting them in the door with some of their existing clients. Then that role of reciprocity comes in where then that referring partner brings them into another deal. And of course, the whole world of soliciting referrals. So let's break this break it down and talk about one of the best account management strategies that we teach. Rule number one, the topic of this podcast, if you're not nurturing that relationship, your competitor is. First thing is I want you to look at the seasonality of your business. I came from the world of selling payroll and HR services. October through December is what they call January selling season. Nearly 20%, sometimes 25% of your annual business, like if you sell a million a year, so 200, 250,000, will be in January. And if you think about the push of all the sales reps out in the world that are talking to your client to try to get them off the service, the struggle is real. You've got to retain that business. Not only can you do a great job building the relationship to retain the business, but there are things that can come from that. So let's break it down. Here's how I like to structure the account management strategy. I like getting a download of all of your existing clients, and then you can put this criteria in a spreadsheet or you can sort your CRM and get this type of view. But you wanna see the name of the company, the contact information, you wanna know how long they've been on your service, how big they are. So if you measure a client by their employee count or revenue, whatever that uh, ticker is on the size, and then their billing frequency. So if they are billing weekly or monthly or quarterly or annually, like when do you make money on this client? And then I want you to list out across the top all their products and services that they currently have and then all the products and services that they don't have. So the best way to do it in an account management spreadsheet across the top is to build that out, populate the data. It may take you a day to compile this, but it will earn you a lot of money. So hear me out. When you have the full list and you've got an X in the box of everything they already have, and then in the columns with the products that they don't already have, put in the revenue dollar amount that if you sold them that product, that's what they would be worth. Then you can sort and filter your spreadsheet or your view in your CRM and see, holy cow, like I have 200 clients assigned to me in my territory and there's actually 476,000 in revenue sitting in my base that hasn't been sold yet in potential upsell opportunity. If you're a CEO listening to this, you could do this for all of your clients. We've run this exercise for some of our CEOs and it's crazy that they might be a two or $3 million company and we'll find a million and a half to 4 million sitting in their current client base that no one has ever touched for upsell. So this is an amazing exercise to do. Then when you rank and sort, look at your highest revenue opportunities first and then break them into tiers, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Tier one should be your MVPs. Tier one are the people that probably already have a lot of your products and services. They're like your brand ambassadors. They're great referenceable clients. So sort out your tier ones. These are your most valuable relationships. You should be meeting with them quarterly. You should be loving on them. You should make sure that they're happy with your service. You should make sure they're not looking at anybody else. And you want to get that testimonial letter, have your marketing department do a case study on them, really showcase this client, get it on your website. And most importantly, you want to solicit referrals from this client because they're so happy. 
Well, what's your referral solicitation strategy? What you do is you look them up on LinkedIn first, you see who they're mutually connected to. Now, this day and age in LinkedIn, I get it. A lot of people are connected to people that they have no idea who they are. I understand. However, when you look at more of the, that, that's typically a problem for salespeople and very influential people. But most end users that are clients, so your uh, technical buyers or your end user, right, of your product or service. So if you're looking at more of an IT functionary or payroll or human resources or accounting or finance, these corporate buyers, typically they have smaller LinkedIn profiles and they're only connected to people that they actually know. So there is more of a chance with that type of person that the people that they're connected to, they actually have a relationship with. It's usually just salespeople and big influencers that have thousands of connections of people they've never met. Okay, moving on. See who they're connected to. Right click on those profiles, open it up in a new tab, profile the person and profile the company. If you can say, hey, this looks like a potential qualified prospect, write down their name and information. When you go into your quarterly business review or that meeting with your tier one MVP client that you're going to love on, one of the pieces that you need to have on the agenda is come to them and say, hey, I looked you up ahead of time and saw that you're connected to John, Mark, and Sally. I'd really like introductions to these people. Here's why. John's currently running yada, yada, yada company. I looked at his profile. It looks like he might experience some of these challenges. Sally's doing X, Mark is doing this. Here's how I think we could provide value for them and how we could potentially help. Are you comfortable making that introduction for me? Get the yes or no, great. Well, I've already typed it up for you, so let me just put it in an email to you. You can forward and CC me. I've done the heavy lifting for you. Thank you in advance. Do the work for the person that you're asking to refer you. It's the easiest way to solicit a client referral. Another super fun technique. Print off your top 100 target list or top 50 or top 20, whatever your, your list is, laminate it. Have the company name and have a contact that you've been able to profile through your typical profiling and prospecting activities. And then take this laminated sheet into your meeting and push it in front of them and say, hey, I just wanna share with you my top target list. These are the top 100 companies in the area that I'm looking at building a relationship with over the next 12 months. I'm curious who you know and who you might be able to help me with a warm introduction. It's amazing what happens when you push slide that list across the table. They get all excited. They put on their reading glasses or whatever. They, they just start digging into that list. It's almost like a game to them to see who they know. It's a pretty powerful technique. Moving on, tier twos, this is your highest growth opportunity. In your spreadsheet, when you sort and filter by the revenue growth, you will sort out your tier twos based on how much room there is to upsell. So the cool part here is when you upsell, you'll know exactly before you go into the client account review meeting, you begin with the end in mind, you know exactly what products and services they don't have. So mentally in your pre-call plan, you build the case before you go into the meeting and you go in with a plan and pre-scripted questions that you know you're gonna ask so that you can uncover the pains, problems, and undesirable results, which set you up to be best positioned to sell that additional ancillary product or service that they don't have today. But the way you structure that account review meeting, step number one, you have to align with them. Empathy is great to bring in here. They can't hear you until they feel heard. And so make this more like a service call, an account relationship call, whatever you wanna call it in order to get this meeting with your existing client. Step number one, how are we doing? Where are we missing the mark? What's outstanding? What can I take off of your plate? What can I communicate to our service and operations team? What do you need? And then make sure that they feel heard. Step number two, hey, I licked, I licked you guys up, did a little bit of research, and then find that trigger event online because you did a pre-call plan. I noticed you just opened your fifth location. Or I noticed that uh, on LinkedIn, it says that you're consistently going down in headcount. What's going on in the business? What's happening here? Find a talking point and then lead into those pre-scripted questions that help position you to sell your additional products or services. Make it super casual, 
don't be aggressive, don't be salesy. Then be proficient and know your technology and know the additional services that you might sell. Come prepared with information so that you can do a very cool, calm, collected, demo or solution presentation and make it super casual know your pricing ahead of time come prepared with that and get a commitment at the end of that meeting that this is something that they want to continue to look down and understand what the buying process is for them to grow revenue with you and say yes to an additional product or service and make sure you follow through on next steps last ask for the referral so same exact strategy that we already covered make sure that you do it here as well this should be a very exciting meeting for you you've just put yourself in front of the client you're working on retention you're working on upselling and you're getting a referral tier three are the clients that we call pitas if you don't know what pita is google it you these are your clients that are a pain in the mm -hmm, rear you know you have to stay in front of them and it's beneficial to retain their business but they could be a waste of your time and energy. This might be the client that no matter what you do, everything is always wrong and they're never happy. This could be the client that every time you see them call you on your phone, you just absolutely cringe and you don't wanna answer the phone. Like everybody has those clients. So you need to really have great discernment of if it's even worth your time to do the reach out or if they really need to own that relationship and customer success and just let it be. So you need to decide what to do with your tier threes and where you spend your time on them. But that is the account management strategy and upsell, retention, referral solicitation strategy that will make you a whole lot of money, especially as we go into Q4. It's been a pleasure. I'm gonna sign off. I'm Mary Grothy, CEO of SalesBQ. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Quota Pressure Podcast.